Hello, and welcome to the Think and Thank podcast, where we try to see everything through positive deviance. Today, our guest is going to talk about what it's like being a positive leader during the pandemic. At the beginning, so I don't want to worry about that. I'm not saying welcome to the podcast or anything. (laughs) We're already on take two. I couldn't make it five seconds. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Oh, all right. Your last name's Hancock, right? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. And now I want to introduce another very special guest. Uh, Jeff Hancock. Jeff Hancock is a university head football coach. He's been a leader in athletic departments for 20 years plus, and he's has a reputation in that world for positive leadership. So, uh, Jeff, welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate you uh, asking me to join. Absolutely. So I want to ask you, the topic of uh, this episode is positive leadership during crisis. And, you know, the crisis of today, which, of course, we're still uh, dealing with, is the pandemic. So I want to ask you specifically, what kinds of positive leadership strategies during a crisis have you found uh, effective have you tried maybe some that were was not so effective but what is the first and i apologize i you know i wanted this to be so organic i didn't really send you uh the questions i was going to ask you so on the spot unrehearsed first things that come to your mind what's important and uh what's worked for you in leading during a crisis? Well, that's a good question. And I think it's obviously relevant to not only me, but everybody else in the world right now is just just dealing with the the pandemic of COVID. Um, You know, I was hired uh, in this new role as a head coach at a community college in Kansas. On January 7th, I started. Uh, Our kids, uh, we were with about a month and they went on spring break and we never saw them again until July because everything got shut down. So you know, when we did get them back, obviously for us in our world, it, it's, a, it's a huge thing. You know, they decided to move our season and cancel it in the fall till spring. And actually our first game is tomorrow. But, um, you know, for a young man that goes to community college, they're going there for a second opportunity to be re-recruited and, and be able to play football games. And hopefully a four-year schools take a look at them. And so, you know, for a young man that, that is that age, their world revolves around football and um you know, that was, that was a big thing. And just, I've never been through this. Like most people, I've never been through a pandemic. And so trying to figure out how to deal with the best. And I guess to get to answering your question, you asked, the biggest thing I found is I just was honest and open and transparent uh, with everything that came up. I started with my leadership council, which was 10 student athletes on the team that were voted on by their teammates. And I'd let them know what was going on. Because what I do in this day and age, I really don't want kids to find out from social media about something before I can tell them, because I think that that doesn't help with trust. 
So I was just honest and open with them. I told them the positives and the negatives when they canceled our season in the fall. And, you know, I explained to them what's going to happen. And I was, again, as honest as I could be. And, you know, I know there are other coaches that, and that didn't tell their young men that and, and things didn't go quite as well. So, you know, I'm just feeling my way through this and I do the best I can to try to do what I think is right. And, and I don't make any quick decisions about things that I'm going to share and not share. I make sure I think things through and make sure I have a positive spin on stuff, even when it's negative news. Yeah. You know, I really appreciate that. That's, that's interesting uh, answers there. You know, Markman 2020 uh, actually talked rash decisions based on emotions uh, as you were talking about, and that that does improve decision-making and can avoid poor choices uh, but at the same time, as you mentioned, you were very honest and open. And Newman 2021 and Tedith 2020, Pauli 2021 as well, all talked about the collective trust and the dyadic trust that must exist between people during the pandemic. And to build that trust is to be transparent and consistent and that sounds like that's exactly what you did. Now, how did your team react to this uh, leadership strategy? Well, obviously, getting bad news is never easy to take, and it's not what those young men wanted to hear. But I think by being honest and open with them and bringing it to my leadership council first and explaining to them, and then I in turn told them, like, I need your guys' help when we tell the rest of the team in a couple hours about all of this, because you guys will have a little more time to process this and, and get a better understanding and let the shock wear off. And, you know, they did do that. They did a great job. When I told the team, a couple of them stood up and said, Hey, here's the good things about this. And so I think also having, hearing it from their peers, you know, echoing the things that I was saying, I think that that definitely helped. Now, again, it still was tough and it took a while for our guys to figure that out that, you know, Football isn't always going to happen in the fall, and, and everything isn't going to happen the way we want to. Wonderful. And this idea of collaboration, it really, uh, according to D Dibby and Gibson 2020, it really promotes thriving, which is, of course, something needed uh, during times of crisis. And so I loved hearing how you got other team members involved in uh, how to talk to the rest of the players, um, how to present the bad information, and how to uh, deal with the situation. So I've got one last question for you. Yes, sir. During this pandemic, as a leader, we talked about what you did as a strategy for leading. But now I want to ask you, what is a strategy, a maybe a thought, a mantra, or a behavior that you found has worked well for you in coping, um, in thriving, in flourishing, and getting through the pandemic? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Obviously, um, the time spent home was was good for me in my profession i've never been home very much so that was one thing being able to see my wife and son a lot more and it definitely helps to be around 
uh, loved ones in, in times of crisis. Um, in terms of work, I think just leaning on my assistant coaches and, and, and again, being honest and transparent with them and say, I don't have all the answers. This is all new to me. I'm going to make the best decisions that I think, but I want all your guys' help. And I don't have all the answers. And, you know, just admitting, showing your vulnerability, I think, to those guys also helped. I hope that answered your question. Absolutely. You know, I love that because we know Dutton in 2002 talked about the vulnerability uh, as a way of, you know, and this showing your emotions and your confusions and even your mistakes Dutton 2002 talks about doing that helps followers to be unafraid to show and process their feelings and to make, make meaning of everything. What is the meaning? How do I find meaning in a crisis? And to admit your weaknesses, it is a virtue like that. But what I found interesting about your answer was that it was the answer you're saying being vulnerable was the, not only the answer to leadership, but what you were saying, it was the answer to your own emotional uh, well-being. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a good way to put it. So that's really, I think, something that everybody can take away from the podcast is, you know, a lot of these strategies as leaders, there's a lot of pressure on what to do, what to think, how to act and how to lead. But I think a key of leadership, especially during a crisis, is finding strategies that work for you, the leader, you know, self-leadership, taking care of you and it doesn't always have to be a separate thing, right? It's not always, well, I take care of me and then I take care of them or I take care of them, then I take care of me. But what if I was taking care of them in a way that took care of me? And because I'm taking care of me, and it sounds like that's exactly what you were doing when you became vulnerable for your own emotional well-being, and it probably helped them as well. Well, I hope so. I'd like to think so. I was able to work for some very good leaders when I was coming up as an assistant coach. And I think those were two straight, those are some strengths that those people that I, I try to emulate had. And, you know, I just try to do as I was taught, as I think is what a good leader should do. And so hopefully those things worked. That's incredible. Well, We've talked to, you've, you've really helped us a lot here as far as leading through a crisis. Um, we've talked about some takeaways for our listeners would be, you know, trust, honesty, transparency. Also, the idea of waiting, not uh, reacting to the emotions or to the circumstances, but waiting and thinking through the right moves to make and what to say carefully thinking about what to say to your followers. We talked about collaboration, getting people to join in on um, even the bad, the bad news delivery. And then finally, we talked about vulnerability and how that is a self-leadership um, thing to do as well. So again, uh, Jeff, I just want to thank you so much for joining us. And I think our listeners uh, are going to really benefit from your experience and your positive leadership as a head coach and uh, can apply to so many other 
circumstances. And I just want to thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you for having me. It was my pleasure. I appreciate it. Okay. You're welcome. Welcome. You got to come back again. Absolutely. Okay. Well, thank you. Have a great day. All right. Bye.